Welcome to High Caliber Dating and Relationships. My name is Michelle Wax, and throughout this time together, you'll learn how to stand out in a crowded dating world and build the confidence, mindset, and practical strategy to catapult into a great relationship that lasts. I've worked with hundreds of people across the globe on transforming their dating and relationships to a high caliber experience where they feel energized, supported, loved, and excited for life. I'm so excited you're here. Let's jump right in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. I'm so excited you are here as always. I hope you're having a beautiful week so far. I want to remind you that if you missed out last week, we now have a masterclass on how to meet more people in person and go on dates as a result from meeting these people. So this is one of the top questions that I get, oh my gosh, all the time is, all right, I want to expand my dating opportunity. I want to meet more people in person. Where do I go? And once I'm there at that event or location, how do I actually strike up a conversation, gauge someone's interest, and progress to a first date from it, right? Because it's one thing to know where to go or to show up to a place, but if you don't feel comfortable or confident actually striking up a conversation and gauging this person's interest and then progressing to a date, right, it's not really going to amount to much. So the pair of those two things of knowing where to go, but also how to operate, how to strike up conversations when you're there is huge. And so we got into so much uh, in this masterclass. It's about 90 minutes long. And if you would like to join in, definitely recommend signing up for it. If it is a priority in your life this season to really expand this area of your life. Now, the tools and strategies that you'll learn in this masterclass, of course, they are applicable to dating and relationships, but also it really taps into human nature and you're going to receive strategies and a toolkit in order to strike up conversations in everyday life. So if you want to expand your friendships, if you want to get more comfortable, you know, meeting people out in the world and expanding from there, it's going to be really, really powerful. So I'm going to include the link in the show notes and you can go ahead and sign up for that master class on how to meet more people in person and go on dates as a result. There's a lot packed in and I really, really think you're going to enjoy it. And for today's episode, I really wanted to speak to the pressure that we attach to our dating lives, to the dates we go on, the conversations we have, what's happening, what's not happening. There can often be this pressure, this timeline, this time crunch, or however you want to describe it, right? But really, I see this quite a bit in if you're frustrating your dating life, or even if you are dating someone, but you feel like there's a timeline attached to it where you see yourself having children, or you want to start a family, or you want to progress the relationship, and you're kind of freaking out, right? You're kind of freaking out. Maybe it's about the timeline. Maybe it's about the person. And there's a lot of pressure attached to it. And really with this pressure comes the expectation that we have of someone else. So this is something that I was chatting with a client about the other day 
was she had put a lot of pressure on the person she was dating and a lot of expectation around what should be happening, okay? So whether you are dating someone currently, whether you are dating but not dating someone exclusively, but you would like to, this is going to be a powerful episode to get into if you've ever felt the pressure of, I want a relationship, I want to be in this stage of my life or at this point, but I'm not quite living that reality yet. We're going to get into a few things that you can do to alleviate that pressure, to really bring more flow and more energy and less of this kind of doom and gloom to your dating life. The reason that I want to touch on this is rarely do people meet our expectations. Rarely, right? More often than not, something, you know, people are human beings. Things come up where it's like, oh, I didn't expect that, right? And this could be good, but it could also be bad or it could be, you know, not ideal. And so when we go into a date, or go into a situation, or even a conversation, and we have this expectation of how this person should act, what they should say, what they should do, what they should not do, what they who they should be, who they should not be, right? Oh my gosh, right? There's just so much pressure put on this other person, and also, quite frankly, ourselves in these type of situations, right? And so when we are able to trade our expectations for appreciation, the whole game changes. And that is one of my favorite quotes from Tony Robbins, which is, I'll say it again, trade your expectations for appreciation and the whole game changes. Because instead of going into a date or a conversation with the expectations of who this person should be, of how they should act, of what they should say, instead of all that pressure, all those things that if they don't live up to it or if they don't do exactly as you had hoped, you're going to be disappointed, now you're going in appreciating who they are right? What they're bringing. What are the unexpected things? How can we appreciate that? What can we learn here, right? How can we walk away from this experience no matter what this other person brings and know that we progressed in our dating life, even if this person is not the love of our life, even if we're not sure about this person, that's often the case in many first or second dates, right? You're not sure just yet. You want to hope for the best, but you're not sure. How could you be, right? You've only spent a couple hours with this person. So today I wanted to share a couple strategies that will allow you to really tap into instead of this expectation and pressure that often messes us up because we start thinking about, oh my God, what is their timeline like? What do they want? What if something comes up that I don't like six months down the line, right? What's going to happen? And this is a very normal way to feel because as human beings, we really crave control. We crave certainty. And the reason for this is that our brains were wired in our primal days as human beings when we were first created to really value certainty and control. And the reason for this is if we weren't If we were uncertain what was going to happen, that meant that there could be a threat in our environment, a life-endangering threat, right? It meant that we weren't sure 
of what was on our environment, of what could attack us, right? When we felt comfortable and safe and certain, we stayed alive, right? And that is our brain's top priority is staying alive. It's not being in a relationship. It's not being happy. It's staying alive. It's survival. So the more that you know that your brain is going to likely, not not all the time, but likely be a little uncomfortable feeling uncertain or not knowing where things are headed or not knowing what's going to happen, the more that you can sit with that and, and just be in it, right? Just know that, all right, my brain's going to do this. I can either work with it and use this to my advantage, or I can let it run rampant and really destroy how I'm viewing my current life and situation and dating experience. And like I mentioned earlier, this came up with one of my clients who had been dating someone for about four months or so, four or five months, and things were going really great. She was exclusive with them. They were boyfriend, girlfriend. They had, you know, met each other's friends. They had had a lot of experiences together met some family as well. But, you know, in the back of her mind, she was wondering, okay, he seems great now, but how do I know something's not going to come up six months down the line or a year down the line, right? And so she was she was really attaching a lot of pressure onto what's going to happen if we decide to move in together, right? What's going to happen XYZ, right? You could really insert any of your own thoughts and questions into when you go on a date with someone or when you're dating someone, right? There's always going to be unknowns in relationships. And I had an email that I wrote the other day all about on how we're never going to fully know how this person is going to grow or unfold in the relationship, right? Because it's part of being a human being. We don't know the future. It's not entirely predictable. If it was, it would be kind of boring to live life, right? Because you would already know what's going to happen. But we can allow that person to be in opportunities or conversations or situations that kind of reveal how this person reacts, right? In a stressful setting or in not great, not a great setting. Um, I, I mentioned this in an earlier podcast, but I'm a big fan of having what I like to call a freak out moment <laughs> early on in a relationship, right? Early on in dating someone. Now, this wouldn't be the first or second date, but it would be about a month into dating them because what you're going to learn when you have a freak out moment, and I, I define a freak out moment as you get really stressed about something, right? And normally it's not even within the relationship. It's something that's outside the relationship, right? You're feeling really sad. You're feeling vulnerable. You're not in your best state. And allowing the person you're dating to see you in that state and see what their response is. What do they do? What do they say? How do they comfort you? right? It's going to reveal a lot because you see how they handle stress. You see how they handle pressure. And, you know, in any relationship, it's it's never going to be all good all the time, right? There's going to be ups and downs. And so the more that you can kind of gauge this earlier on and see if that person shows up for you, see how they respond, right? See if they do the thing that's not convenient for them in the moment, it's going to really reveal a lot. And so it's better to do this earlier on versus waiting, you know, seven, eight months down the line and then 
having this information. So a freak out moment. I, I wrote in the email the other day, but for me personally, my freak out moment with my boyfriend Tom was, you know, I think it was about a month and a half into dating. I received this news um, pretty early in the morning on a Thursday morning. And I knew that he was still sleeping, but I was, you know, I was crying. I was in a rough state and I wanted him to show up for me. I really wanted it. I needed it. I knew that was important to me in a relationship where someone shows up for me when it's not convenient, right? And so what I ended up doing is I did call him. He could tell something was happening, right? I was not good. And I said, hey, could you come over? And he showed up. He left right away. He woke up. He came over. He was great in that moment. And like I was saying before, right, we never know. People are all going through their own journeys, right? They're going to have moments in time where maybe they don't show up in the best way. But the more that you can allow those opportunities to unfold and see how they are in those, right, it's going to really allow you to get a glimpse into this. Now, okay, that was a bit of a tangent, but I want to get back to all about today, right? So that that is one thing that you can do if you're dating someone. But I also want to share a couple of things that you can do if you're currently single, you want to be in a relationship, right? And you're having a difficult time releasing the timeline or releasing the pressure that you are um, approaching dating with currently. All right. So with that client, the original pressure was all about where is this going? Where is this relationship going? What's the timeline? Are we going to move in? Right? What's all of this pressure? And she was really projecting into the future quite a bit. And so I want to share the first strategy with you where if you feel like you project into the future on a date or even when you're having a conversation with someone being like, do they want what I want? Do they want kids? Do they want a family? Do they not want kids, right? All of these things. Do they want to be in a long-term relationship? Are they just going on a date with me to have fun, right? All these things that we can get into our own minds about. What I shared and recommended with her was, hey, let's release all pressure for this next month. Okay, so for the next month of your dating life, releasing any pressure, any type of timeline with anyone you have a conversation with or go on a date with, okay? So what we're doing here is we are giving our brains a very clear timeline of, okay, one month, not that long, right? One month in the grand scheme of our life, not that long. We're going to release all pressure with the people that we go on dates with, with the conversations we have. How is that going to allow you to show up to your dating life? If you go into any date you go on or conversations you have and you're only looking for that appreciation, you don't have the pressure, you don't have the expectation, how are you going to show up? How are you going to be operating? All right. When you release the pressure for the next month, mark it in your calendar, write it in your notebook, right? Put it in the notes app in your phone. I'm going to release all pressure. I'm going to release all my expectations for the next month. And I'm going to see what I can appreciate. Try it out. Experiment with this. Test it out. Because so often the pressure, the expectation we attach 
it messes us up. It gets into the pressure we put on someone else, the pressure we put on ourselves, the energy we show up to dating with. And again, people are always picking up on this. So if you're coming into a date and in your mind, yeah, you project that you're happy and you're excited, but in your own mind, you're worried, you're nervous. You really want a boyfriend. You really want a girlfriend. You really want to move along, right? People are picking up on that. And it's all happening subconsciously. So that's why it's so important to, as much as you're taking action in your dating life and having conversations and putting yourself out there, also aligning the energy that you're showing up to dating with to be light, to be pressure-free, right? To be appreciate appreciatory. Is that a word? Appreciative. <laughs> that's it. We got it. So that's my first recommendation here for you today is to, for the next month, how can you trade all your expectations, all your pressure for appreciation? All right, let's get into strategy number two. My next strategy for you today is to create your own reminders list. Now, what this allows us to do is, again, it's giving our brain a set list of reminders of what is possible because our brains naturally go to that negativity. It's naturally going to project to the future or think about the past. This is why it takes intentional effort to stay present, right? To be a good listener, to stay engaged in the conversation and not have, you know, your mind kind of going all over the place. So Creating a list of reminders of what is possible. Okay, so a couple suggestions here are writing down a list to yourself. You could even title it like your name reminders. Like for myself, it would be Michelle's reminders. (laughs) Reminders for my own brain, reminders for my mind, right? And writing down things that are always possible for you in your dating life. Okay, so things like The next date I go on could be the partner for the rest of my life. I have opportunity to meet people all day, every day. People always want to talk to me, right? People are, of course, interested to get to know me. There are plenty of great people out there in the world. And really what we're doing with this list of reminders is we're proving to our brain the opportunity, the potential. Instead of allowing our brain's natural default setting of often negativity and projecting to the future and pressure and expectation to take over. So I recommend writing out this list of all things that are possible, right? Even if you haven't experienced it just yet or haven't experienced it recently, I want you to remind your brain of what's possible. Write it down. You can either write this list out daily or weekly or... You could write it out once and like hang it on your wall and look at it every single day, say it out loud, rewrite it as much as you can. Really what we're doing is we're just reinforcing this as a pattern in our own brain's wiring. Because if we let our default wiring take over of the expectation, the negativity, it's not happening, this is what should be, and it's not, we're really not helping ourselves get to a place where we're going to walk into a date and feel energized, feel good about it, feel excited for it. All right, so that's my second strategy. And my final strategy for you today is to track the good. Track what you can appreciate. 
This could be in a conversation. It could be the fact that you went out to a new event. Maybe you took the masterclass or you're going to sign up for the masterclass on how to meet more people in person. And you showed up to an event. You showed up to a location. Maybe you struck up a conversation. Maybe you didn't strike up a conversation with someone you found attractive, but you struck up a conversation with someone and you never know who they know. I want you to start tracking, and you can do this in two different ways. You could, of course, write this out in a notebook, or what I like to do is have just the notes app in my phone and just, you know, jot it down as I'm out throughout the course of my day for whatever it is, because we have in our brains what's called the reticular activating system. It's in our brain stem and it's always filtering our world. And the more that you can reinforce in your brain what you can appreciate, what is working, what is the progress you've made, right? It's going to filter more of that into your life. Because when we're focusing on the opposite, it's filtering that into. And we can either use this to our advantage or, you know, we simply cannot. And this is something where if you want to shift your mindset and you really want to get deeper into this work, I also have a masterclass program on that as well. So whether you want to meet more people in person or you want to shift your mindset, um, you can head to, you know, my site anytime and explore that. Okay. So track that. Let me know how it goes. Reach out to me on Instagram, Michelle Wax Dating. Send me an email. Book a call if you want to go deeper. You know what to do. And I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful rest of the day. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review and shared your takeaways and what you enjoyed about it. If you are interested in exploring working together one-on-one, I would love to invite you to book a call with me by clicking the link below in the show notes. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you soon and I'll see you in the next episode.